Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Today, the Pirates' new management team set eyes on Philip Evans. They were completely smitten with him. And I'm going to admit to you right here that when I first heard them glowing about him last spring in Bradenton, my thought was probably the same one that you had when he entered the season on the roster instead of Todd Frazier. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning, I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. All that Philip Evans did in the Pirates' 7-1 route of the Cubs yesterday at PNC Park was to go two for five and he's now gotten to the point with his production level where you're actually surprised when he makes an out or when he doesn't sting the ball that was my thought whenever he he popped one up to left he got a pretty good hack in on it but he popped it up and I remember thinking to myself as soon as the ball came off the bat like wow he can miss like that he is now slashing 393. That's his batting average. 452 for on base percentage. 750 for slugging. I mean, he's looking like a star. And here's the thing he's been doing this for them for a while. We could have been talking about Philip Evans and maybe only Philip Evans, as an offensive contributor, significant offensive contributor, all through the 2020 season, had he not collided with Gregory Polanco on that foul pop, which ended up putting him out for the season with the concussion. He came back into camp completely cleared, in spectacular shape, both physically, spiritually, the whole thing. And then he just kept doing the same thing. He just kept hitting. And while everyone else was getting all, you know, caught up in Todd Frazier mania, Frazier hit three home runs and he was miked for the one game and it ended up going viral on social media. And it, it was a riot. It was great. It was high-level entertainment for having a, an athlete miked up. But in the management mindset, it was always going to be Evans for the simple reason that Evans can play multiple positions. He's been out there on the field for Derek Shelton at third base ever since Kebrian Hayes went down. For the most part, it hasn't been a you know 100% thing. 
Brian Hayes will be back this week. Brian Hayes will absolutely reclaim his position when he's back. And you have got to find a way to keep Evans on the field. I almost don't care who sits so that he plays. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by the very happy people at Mike's Beer Bar and North Shore Tavern. Those are companion restaurants on Federal Street right across from PNC Park. And I can tell you when I left the ballpark yesterday in driving past there, everything's safe. You know, the tables are spread out and all the guidelines are being followed, but the place is humming. And that is so, it, it, it feels still some of this stuff surreal, you know? It's also good. It's encouraging. It is just there's 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 a lot of good people running a lot of good small private independent businesses like Mike's Beer Bar and North Shore Tavern that I'm I'm happy for, uh, especially in our our downtown region, which has been hit pretty hard. Mike's has everything going on right now, uh, as does North Shore Tavern. You got the steak on a stone. You've got choosing from more than 500 beers. You've got buy three crawlers, get three free. You've got mix and match, two six-packs, the whole deal. Go down there and pay them a visit, including on non-game days. They'll be happy to see you. Tell them we sent you, by the way. Evans can play other positions. And the entire time I've been talking about Evans... I can hear you back on, yeah, but can he play right? Can he play right? Well, what about right? Can he play right by the chance? Yes, he can play right field. He's done it once already. Um, I don't know that he's going to be particularly any good at it. But as many a manager has spoken over the years, the bat plays. If someone's hitting the way Evans not only is, but to keep repeating myself here, has for a good while now he's got to play if that means he plays ahead of Gregory Polanco in right field so be it and I don't care about his contract that doesn't mean anything to me that that is that's what's the term they use uh, in the finance world it's not dead money but it's something else where the money is just it's already committed and it's gone it's spent it's floated down river you don't have anything to save face or otherwise by continuing to play polanco if he's going to keep doing what he's done so far he's had one game where he's barreled the ball that was saturday no friday was friday that's it and that's not that's not good enough He's going to get his $11 million, whether it's here or there or in Indianapolis or on the bench or whatever it is. He's going to get it. You're not showing him anything or sticking it to him in any way by putting him out there to make him play. Not that he doesn't want to play. I think you hear what I'm saying here. There's just not a, there's not a symbolic thing here. And if he's in right field, oh, I don't know. Maybe that's not the answer either because the team doesn't have a center fielder. I mean, I haven't liked much of anything that I've seen from Dustin Fowler, 
And I really haven't liked anything I've seen at all from Anthony Alford. Like anything. Huge disappointment compared to what he showed early in the spring training. So maybe your answer is to move Reynolds to center, have Evans in left, and leave Polanco alone? You know, I don't know. Maybe your answer is to bring Jared Oliva and Cole Tucker up from their month-long session, private session that they're having in Bradenton. It's a weird thing, by the way. Like they're having a satellite camp for everybody else who's been optioned out, but those two guys are being left alone, essentially, in Bradenton to just focus on their hitting because everybody knows and accepts that they can field. They can field and run and do everything else at a major league level. They've got to hit. So if you have Tucker in your roster, you know, and I know that he can play any position. And if you have Oliva, you also have another possibility anyway in center. Whatever shakes out of this, it's not going to be Fowler and it's not going to be Alfred. And it's going to be Evans somehow. Dude's got to play. He's just got to play. When we come back, just one question. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. And that comes today from Jessica, who says, You watch a lot more carefully than I do. Mitch Keller have the stuff. It seems he has a lot of potential. I'm just hoping everyone can get on target. The Pirates have some solid talent. This weekend was fun to watch. The one thing, Jessica, that you can take to the bank as it relates to Keller is that he has the stuff. Now, I don't know for a fact that that's how you were asking that question, though. I got the sense when I read it, that you were asking more along the lines of the stuff, as in the right stuff, you know, the intangible. These would be very, very different questions. Keller has the stuff in the baseball sense. When you say that to a baseball person, especially anyone on the pitching side, they're talking about the degree to which their pitching arsenal is dynamic. Does the pitcher throw hard? Uh, does the pitcher have movement? Does the pitcher have uh, deception? That's stuff. Keller has, uh, I don't want to say all of that, because I, I don't get the sense that he has deception. When he makes a mistake, he gets hit. And that tells me that they're still seeing the ball coming out of his hand, and maybe they're seeing it a little bit too comfortably. But as far as his fastball, 
especially up in the zone, which is where Oscar Marine has been coaching him for two full springs now and last summer to pitch. He wants Keller working upstairs. When I brought that up with Keller in a conversation that we had last spring in Bradenton, he told me that he had never in his life, not in his pro career, not anywhere else, never in his life been challenged to throw upstairs. Everything that he'd been taught was down, 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 and down is good because he's a big dude and he's got that downward plane and everything else. So he's had to kind of reinvent an important part of his repertoire, a critical part of his repertoire, meaning the fastball, by throwing it upstairs for strikes. And if you go back to the the game a couple nights ago that he started against the Cubs, and he goes out there and he walks the first hitter, and you're going, oh, geez, and he gives up a run. That guy comes around to score, and here we go again. After that, he started firing up in the zone. I mean, his pitch chart is just this barrage of red bullets upstairs. And they couldn't hit it. They couldn't hit it. And he stayed in the zone, so he wasn't walking people. And it was more effective when combined with his off-speed pitches, particularly his slider, because the eyes and the bat are raised. I don't mean to be throwing these inside baseball terms at you, but this is the way pitching coaches and hitting coaches talk about this stuff. When you see the high fastball, your, your eye level is raised as a batter. And the last thing that you want is to get a pitch that bends down on you after that. And that's what Keller's been working on. Now, does he have the stuff in an intangible sense? I have no idea. Because I so very much hated everything I saw from his game in spring training. I hated everything about his game in his first start. He looked timid. He looked afraid to put the ball in the zone. And that's a yeesh look for a pitcher. Uh, time will tell. The one thing we can definitely agree on, Jess, is that the weekend was fun to watch. That's for sure. There was a lot of promising things that went on on that field at PNC Park. Thanks so much for that. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll uh, you know, do another one of these at point park university in the heart of downtown pittsburgh they understand there's no substitute for real world experience and career building connections their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.